Welcome to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Schroll. That is Olivia Newton-John, also known as Liv Harrison, my co-host for the day. Olivia, how are you today? Fantastic, Taylor. How are you? That was fake, so I'm going to continue the fakeness. I'm great. <laughs> no, I'm good. I really am. <laughs> well, that's good. You are recording. This is the first time that you have recorded this show in your new house. Really? Is it? Oh, yeah. yeah. You're right. Because I didn't trust your sound, so you kept driving back to your old mansion to record instead of the new mansion. And uh, Neither is a mansion, everybody. Just want to put they, that out there. They, they both are. Uh, and... <laughs> Uh, it's so guys, it's going to be a little echoey today. Liv's still getting in, but I live. I want you to, so you were really echoey. You were recording your podcast. Uh, talk yeah. to me with Liv Harrison. Yeah. You're recording that. And I produced that and you sent it to me and I was like, it's really echoey. Yeah. So you, you didn't think I was serious with my suggestion and then you did it. Why don't you tell people what you, what your room looks like right now in your very every- fancy, very fancy mansion. <laughs> I want to show everybody. Yeah. So Taylor was like, go grab your couch cushions and put them like around you. And I was thinking like, and sit, you know, crisscross applesauce. Like, what are we talking about? And so yesterday I had a podcast that was going awry and Taylor was like, I'm going to tell you again, go get your flipping couch cushions and put them around you. And here's the thing, Liv, put them where your mouth is, which I was like, I mean, how am I going to talk? And he was like around you on the table. And I was like, I see what you're saying. So I've got <laughs> like oh, a Although fort. that would be a great way to get you to be quiet. <laughs> hey, just bite that couch cushion for a stick while this. until I tell you, you can talk again. <laughs> yeah. Stick this in your mouth. Yeah. I've, I've heard that in school. Once I had a PE teacher that wrapped my mouth with duct tape. That's a true no story. No way. Yeah, no you way. can't do those things. To yeah, today. not at all. That just but proves how much older you are than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I went to school when you could harm children. <laughs> yeah, boy, golly. you went to school when they cared. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, she did. She put duct tape on my face. That's I real. got a, I got in trouble a lot for talking. A lot of things happened. One time I got a full hundred on a test because I didn't talk for twenty four hours. I had a big piece of paper that everybody had to sign. It was awesome. That was in high school. I never once got in trouble for talking out of turn in class. Bull. That is such, you didn't even go to class. <laughs> yeah. And what I did is in the back and I mostly just talked. <laughs> we would have been so much trouble if we had been A, the same age and B, as in school, the same one, we would have been like, it would have been horrible. Oh, it would have been know, fun though. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Liv. I'm going to tell you what I did alone because you're right. You're right. It would have been terrible. Alone, kindergarten, teacher retired after kindergarten. First grade, teacher retired. Second grade, teacher retired. Third grade, teacher retired. Fourth grade, teacher retired. That's not true. All of them retired. They were all 90. I mean, I was the common denominator. (laughs) Everybody's like, we've had a great and illustrious career, but if there's another one like this one, I I gotta quit. I gotta gotta Uh... go. I want to see baby Taylor. I want to see <laughs> pictures of baby Taylor. Uh, well, uh, just just follow me on Instagram at Taylor Schroll. Uh, time <laughs> hop goes back 13 years, and I look like a completely different person. <laughs> you do, but I want to see little baby Taylor. Well, anyway. uh, he doesn't exist. Uh, so here's the thing, Liv. Yeah. Those of us that got in trouble 
for talking too much. Now yes. make a living talking. Yes. <laughs> you have, <gasps> you have, I never thought of that. <laughs> of course. Of course. So yes. you, you, your show is literally called Talk to Me because you, because of all your trauma from being in class and you talking to people and then being like, shh, stop. I'm taking a test, you know. And <laughs> my show is called Forte, which literally means loud. And here, here's here's what I want to tell people. Really if, if 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 you are listening to this and you are not of the age of me or God, I mean God forsaken lives age, <laughs> then they can see me. Here here's the thing. Here's the thing. You could be told to stop doing things, especially talking. If talking's your thing, but it could it could be other things. Like I work with kids and usually it's the things that kids get in trouble for that they end up doing for a living. <laughs> you know, like people are like Oh, why do you read books so much? Well, you're never paying attention to me when I talk. And those are the people not like us. And they end up being really smart and getting Drake jobs, right? But specifically for you and I, we got in trouble for talking too much. And now I sit in front of this microphone. I'm back to giving talks in public. We're going to talk about that in a second. But we, we've got to start today. I, we got some, some pretty cool news here at Forte Catholic a, a few days ago. Mm-hmm. And... I want to let you know that I got this news at like 9.36 at night. Not because uh, no one told me directly. My wife found it because someone else posted about it who wasn't told about this news. So OSV, our Sunday visitor, is one of the, I, I would venture to guess, top five Catholic publishers in the world. And they have this this publication and on the top of this publication, like the 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 homepage, not what is it? Homepage. The front, See, I, the I'm, the mil- page. I'm the I'm the millennial. I'm like on the homepage. How were can you, you nine? This? Like where you didn't watch Newsies growing up? It's the front page. Come on. Have you ever used your fingers to try to zoom in on a picture that is on a piece of paper or in a book? No. Because I have. I don't <laughs> also, use so- paper. <laughs> <laughs> So What's here's a book. Yeah. Here's what it says. Our Sunday visitor. And it's it's some kind of magazine or pamphlet. It's a paper. It's a newspaper. <laughs> it does look like a newspaper. I don't know what it is. Um Why are you twelve? It says your guide to Catholic podcasts. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then I I flip it over and inside there's all these different categories. There's like your be- essentially it's like a top five list. Here's your best ones for for church and ecclesial stuff. Here's your best five for apologetics. Here's your best five for young adults. And uh, and here's your best five uh, for, like, comedy, right? So in the only category that doesn't matter, Forza Catholic was listed in the four laughs section. So essentially what OSV just told me is that we have accomplished what sixth grade Taylor that got kicked out of class for talking too much I, I, we've become someone, not, not someone that helps people like learn about their faith and grow in their faith or become a better person, No. but just to get them through the week by having the class clowns come on once a week and, and make their week. And we were recognized by one of the best Catholic publishers in the world. And, and we were listed second, only behind the quizzical papist, our, our friend, father Brad, who I, I've been on his show a couple of times. Uh, so I, I, I'm a little sad I wasn't first, but I feel like the two episodes that the person who wrote this wrote, wrote this all up, I feel like the two episodes she listened to were the two with me in it. So I don't feel too bad. I don't feel too bad. But Do you know which episodes or you're just saying that I'm, like... It's, it's a joke because <gasps> we're the funny podcast, Olivia. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. Okay. I'll write it down. Sorry. Funny podcast. Got it. Yes. Yes. So Very funny. It, it was just really cool. It was really cool. And I like, I, I, I got to share it on like, our friends uh, over at Clerically Speaking. We're in the like ecclesial section. Like a lot of like our friends were, were on the list. That's cool. Yeah. And so it, it was cool. It was like this grand celebration on Twitter at 9.30 at night because we were, none of us were told that we made this list. <laughs> and That's we all hilarious. just slowly found out by each other sharing it. So <laughs> <laughs> it Thank really God cool. for Sam. Yeah, thank God yeah, she found it. Real. We need to have like a little podcast like hangout. We all need to get together and like wave and hang out. Because... It's called uh, the Focus Conferences every year. We literally do that every year. <laughs> right. Maybe <laughs> you know I could get invited this you year. You know why you've never been? <laughs> I wasn't invited. Because you're triple the age of the college students. <laughs> but they don't know that, Taylor. None of them know that. If you would stop telling them, you know how well I do with the under 25 crowd. You I, do. I, I know that you enjoy hanging out with the under 25 crowd, which is why I they continually remind people me. how old you are. <laughs> they love me. <laughs> so that was, that, that was cool. And that was that was good news. That is, I, I, hey, in all sincerity, congratulations. That is fantastic. Well, well congratulations to you, too. You're a part of this. I, That's okay. why, like, <laughs> our good friend Father Anthony uh, decided to be a jerk about it. And he was like, he's, like, not recognizing it because clerically speaking was also on there. I was like, Father Anthony, like, you are the vice president of this nonprofit called Forte Catholic. Like, you're part of this. He's like, no, I want nothing to do with it. I'm like, you're a jerk. Why can't you be happy for me? I'm sad you didn't put it in our group text. I feel like we should have at least all been high-fiving. Well, it's because I, I I tagged you all on social media hoping you would share it. None of you did. So that's I did. awesome. <laughs> I shared. Don't even go there, Taylor. Yeah, okay, uh, but all of your followers are over 60 years old. So I can't, you know what? I'm just kidding. I like your followers. The they worst. don't like me, but I like your followers. They're very protective of me. My followers are like, that Taylor's mean. What's funny is, who's more protective of you? Those you people are. or me. You yeah, are. Exactly. You're the most. <laughs> it's like Taylor it's, is like a bulldog for me. Like, he will like the, go for your jugular. The brother and sister thing. It's like, yeah. I could say whatever I want to you. No one else can say a peep. You know? <laughs> it's <laughs> true. I get scared. Like <laughs> I'll say stuff and I'm like, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So here's the thing. That, that I think that was on like Thursday. Let me let yeah. me check my timeline here. Was it, it on Thursday? A, which, yeah, it was Thursday. Okay. Uh, hey, way to go that Sam reads our Sunday visitor. I love that both of us married up. Oh by no, the way. no 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 no! She didn't. She's also young and uh, found it on Twitter before I did. <laughs> she loves me too, by the way. Young. <gasps> she does. <laughs> so here, here's she the thing. She found it on Twitter. Okay, got it. We need to get a copy and like frame it, like our moms no, would do. I did the. I got the good news Thursday, and I needed okay. this good news. Good okay. news Thursday because. Uh, you know, like everyone else, my entire life got canceled in March and it's yeah. slowly been starting to get built back up. And so like in August, so mid August, about a month ago, I, I had my first like in-person speaking engagement since the end of February. Yeah. And I got in front of these kids. It was, it was a school that like, uh, it was just the guys. It was a men's session. Right. And, and I the have girl been... wrote it. The lady yeah, wrote yeah, 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 yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it was that talk, and I got in front of these guys, and I had been, like, it's it's a small, relatively small Catholic school. So at all of their class retreats last year, I was at three of them. So, like, the ninth, 10th, and 12th graders. I think I skipped 11th. Um, 
I was busy that weekend or whatever. But I have been the small group leader for three-fourths of those kids because like we'd go on the retreat and they'd be like i don't know anywhere from eight to 12 guys in the in the like actual class so i'm i'm pretty close with these guys they they like me i like them like we've got a pretty good rapport so i i, I go and i give this talk and it was it was a new talk that you know like because a woman wrote my men's talk if you didn't hear that story go back and listen it's there's a episode four episodes ago called a woman a woman a woman a woman, a woman! that's from mulan the original one We've talked about Mulan a lot of weeks in a row on this show. It's on my brain. Because it's the best. It's no, so it's because I'm so mad good. that all the, all the, it's false advertising. They're like, it included is. with Disney Plus. And then you go on to Disney Plus and they're like, if you pay $30 extra, it's like. And no music, which, yeah, you know, and no Man Mushu. is the best no. song ever. Anyway. Uh, you must be swift as a coursing river. I used to be, but now I'm not. Uh, so I'm not a man anymore, apparently. So. Uh, I needed the good news because I, I I went and I did my that talk a month ago and just killed it like it was so good, and then so uh, another girl who works with the girl from Waco was like, hey, do you want to come give another talk at our like youth ministry kickoff night? So like a you know relatively oh, nice. big deal. Yeah, I was like, sure. She was like, can you talk about the charisma? I said, yes. I've given that talk eighty-seven times. A thousand times. So I go, no, 87. Keep Sorry, listening, please. Sorry, 87. Uh, so I I go and I give the talk. I haven't bombed giving a talk that, like, I haven't bombed in years. You bombed? Like, oh, boy, I bombed. It was what? rough. It was really bad. Why? What? Ha- <laughs> I, what? I can't believe it. Are you sure? You, so should, you just didn't lose confidence and you walked off going, that's stunk sorry no because there were people was, there and that, they were like that i've had relationships with for years and they were like are you okay <laughs> like no one was mean but they were all like that wasn't wow. Taylor. like that's not what that's not the person we invited to give our kickoff youth ministry talk like it was one of those things that like it was okay but it wasn't me and it wasn't Meaning it wasn't good. Like there are there are a few things that I'm good at in this world, and talking is one of them. As we you know we figured out why it traces all the way back to me getting yeah. making everyone retire Taylor's when like I was therapy. seven. Yeah, this is great. And wait, Taylor, hold on. Were you in your head when you were speaking? Like what happened? Here's the thing: is I I've given this talk so many times, and I tried to like connect it with like everybody struggling for the last six months because of covid this is like their first this is like a lot of these i mean it is these kids first youth night back since march and so i was trying to connect it to everything that they've been going through which usually i can do with like the kriegman talk i've given it so many times that i can go in and out of stuff Mm -hmm. but i just kept losing track like i kept losing track of where Mm -hmm. i was and i kept repeating things and there was one word I, i i can't think of the word there's one word that i kept using that I'm like, it's not a word that I use all the time. And I kept noticing that I said it like 15 times. Yes. And so instead of thinking about what I was going to say next, I was like 15, 16, (laughs) 17. (laughs) It was rough. That's terrible. I'm so sorry. Well, you don't need to be sorry. It's no one's fault, but mine. And I don't know why it was bad, but it was. (laughs) It makes my heart sad. (laughs) Well, What's anyway. funny is, uh, like, the adults in the room were like, yeah, it wasn't the best. But, I mean, 
to be fair, yeah. when's the last time these kids heard good preaching? So, I mean. <laughs> what do they know? What did they know? They were like, that sounds like every homily I've heard the last six months, <laughs> which is the meanest thing I've ever said to myself, comparing <laughs> myself to the local homilies. But whatever, whatever, whatever. Taylor. <laughs> well, I'm glad to see it didn't like take away your spirit and you're ready to go back out there. Well, yeah, so I uh When's your next That's talk? why I needed Thursday. I needed someone oh, to tell me that I was that good, good at talking. Yeah. You're so good, Taylor. <laughs> yeah, but anytime I need validation from you, you're like, suck it up, buttercup, like get over it. But I it's... we often have to pat you on the head and tell you how great you are. Because so. like you're Despite so great. Despite how old you are, oh my god, you act like a four-year-old. Like you need. You to said be I was a puppy yesterday. Like a yeah, you said you, you were just like a puppy. <laughs> Here's the thing, Liv. Which you were like, true. like I am. You were like, hey, I I recorded this. Can you tell me how great it is? And I was like, <gasps> that no. is not true. It's because of the sound and all the technology issues I was having. Here, here's here's punk. the thing. I asked you a simple question. You said you you mentioned your guest. I said, "Is that who you interviewed today?" Yes. Is that bad? I just wanted information. Like you were, you're so fragile <laughs> that I was. I literally asked you, "Oh, hey, who did you talk to today?" Because we're friends, and I was trying to be interested in your life. And I'm like, and "You're like, what's wrong with me? Is my guest okay?" And I was like, "Yeah." Because usually and you have something to say. I think everyone who has listened to us will like, understand why I was like, what? Why? <laughs> was it wrong? Was the person I'm wrong? So, I'm sorry. I, I, I had no idea I hurt you to the effect that I couldn't ask you who you talked to in your professional interview that I produced the podcast for. It was just, I was just looking for information. I'm I so sorry that I've hurt you. So much that I can't ask you simple questions. Hey, Liv, how are you? Why? What's Why? here? <laughs> I would say that. Yeah, I am. I'm I'm a puppy. I'm skittish, and you can hit me, and I'll come right back. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can't put that out there. I'm not. I don't hit you. <laughs> okay. Emotionally. <laughs> okay, that's fair. All right. So. Uh, today's show yes. is going to be just like what you've heard today. Kind of all <laughs> over the place, like my talk on Tuesday. But uh, these next two segments, we're going to see if we're still worthy of being mentioned in uh, OSV. Like Thor, I'm still worthy! <laughs> and I'm gonna, I'm not going to tell everybody what we're going to talk about. Because okay. that would be a good radio tease uh, going out of this segment. I'm going to do a bad radio tease and tell you what we're not going to talk about. Mm. I asked Liv if she had anything happy to talk about. Because our it. last... Our last few episodes together have been very deep and, very and deep. kind of sad. Um, so I said, do you have anything happy to talk about? And you were like, I'm going to speak in November. I'm like, that's a long way away. <laughs> you were like, your podcast relaunch. I'm like, it's not a relaunch. You just stopped doing it for two months. Um, also, my son took the ACT. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do with that? How is that content that I'm going to use and how is it happy? And then I didn't respond to you. So three minutes later, you said, my life is boring. And you realized it without me having to tell you, which is why we're not going to talk about any of that because I have other things that we're going to talk about. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. (laughs) We're having a lot of fun with this whole YouTube thing. If you're currently watching on YouTube, congratulations. You get to see my beautiful face 
and suffer through looking at Liv. Uh, mm. Or vice versa, however you, however you feel <laughs> about that. Uh, but if you are not watching on YouTube, uh, you can start watching on YouTube. If you are watching on YouTube, uh, go ahead and hit that like button. Hit the subscribe. I think you're supposed to, I'm supposed to say hit a bell or something. Just subscribe. It's not that hard. Uh, go and do that. Even if you're just listening on the audio, we're trying to grow this YouTube thing. So even if you're like, I'm never going to watch that because I don't want to look at Taylor. I'd rather just listen to him. And even that's kind of suffering. Uh, go ahead. Just, just go to Forte Catholic. Hit subscribe. You don't ever have to watch. Uh, it would just be very helpful. Thank you. Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Schroll. That is Olivia Newton-John. Wouldn't it be crazy? Here's the thing. She's still alive, right? Yeah, I was just thinking the same thing. What if she was actually... We should ask her. Like, that's what I'm thinking right yes! now. Because I've called you Olivia Newton-John this whole time. And wouldn't it be crazy if I said, hey, we've got Olivia newton Like, Like, you and I did a segment together. Yes. And then I said, hey, well, we'd like to welcome in Olivia Newton-John. Everyone would think I was kidding. And then, she, she's British, right? She'd be like, oh, hello. She's nice Australian. She's Whatever. It's the same thing. Okay. <laughs> they talk the same. <laughs> they don't. I just wonder in a leotard. And I don't uh, think there's anything wrong with that. Uh, what, tea, tea and crumpets with some shrimp on the Barbie. We'll call it a day. <laughs> okay. Oh, my but, gosh. Yeah, I, I just thought right of here. a good meme. Okay, what? I'm going to cook a shrimp, and I'm going to take my daughter's barbie doll and i'm gonna put the shrimp onto her leg no and one's call it done shrimp that on the barbie ever mm -mm. you're it, the i'm first. really creative you're so okay. smart and funny someone should write about it in a newspaper <laughs> <laughs> a newspaper okay so uh olivia we had I, i've mentioned before that i just started coaching football uh of, over the last month uh, for the same Catholic school that I've worked with for for this is year six, uh, I've been their track coach for years, so I I know these guys, but it is my first time uh, coaching their football team, and it's a six man football team, so I'm still learning how how to play football with five less people than I grew up with. Uh, but we had our first scrimmage on Friday, and it was quite interesting. Like I I enjoyed it a lot. So we've been practicing mostly without pads because of COVID. We couldn't put pads on until last week. So we've only had like four days of hitting before we go to the practice. And the biggest change, I think, from like practice to the game was just like the hitting was real and no one was ready for it. Our <laughs> team, their team, like nobody was ready for to the real hitting. Hit. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That essentially there's nothing like the game because yeah. even like our, like the first, like three or four plays uh, of the scrimmage, we, we played really slow. I think because we've been practicing, like doing walkthroughs, we've been practicing technique. We've been kind of going like, Hey, we want your technique to be right. So we're going to go at 75% speed, not a hundred percent speed. Right. And like your own team, you're not going to like hit as hard as you can because you don't want to hurt your own team. But then when you get to the game, like you're going to, you're not trying to hurt them, but you are going to hit as hard as you can. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause that's how football works. Um, so the first like four or five plays, it was like watching like slow motion. And then one kid got popped in the mouth oh, and then no. it was, then it was on. Like everybody started going playing faster. They got more yards against us. And it was only like, they got like 10 to 15 yards in the first four plays. And then from that moment on, we scored like nine touchdowns and they didn't get a first down. Like, 
It was pretty wild. It, it must have wild. been fun though to see it again, you know, to see like live action sports and kids because I don't know. I think they're so much more fun than like NFL because they get so into it. They're not getting paid. Uh, that's you know? a wild thing to say. I because do. The I think NFL is the most football, popular thing to watch on television. <laughs> I love watching high school football. I love college football way more than NFL. I always have. Well, you, you, if uh, if you weren't locked inside your mansion, you could have come and watched us because we were right down the road from you. Why Friday. didn't you tell me? Because you're locked in your home. What the heck, Taylor? <laughs> I would have come. No, you wouldn't. I might have. So here's here's a funny thing. There's one one funny thing that happened that day. What is uh, it? And then and then we're gonna actually get into our topic. But on the way back from the game, we're all flying high. Everybody's feeling good. We had a really good game, and. Uh, we go to Bucky's on the way back home. So if, if any of you not listening in Texas don't know, Bucky's is like the size of your mall, yeah. but it's our gas station. It's true. Uh, like you can buy everything that you can buy in your mall. You can. <laughs> it's but- the best place on earth. Like, and we are serious about Bucky's. Texans take Bucky's very seriously. So like- I I went. I grew up. With Bucky's daughter, like the guy who started Bucky's. How do I not know my this? Hometown. What? Uh, I, I know. I'm really famous. It's ridiculous. How do I? I cannot <laughs> believe I do not know this. So yeah, I, I went to school with her. We didn't graduate together because she graduated early. But we, like we went through all school together except our senior year when she was like, "Nah, I'm done." <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> yep. But we went to this Bucky's, and we're all there, and we all like we all have our our masks or our gaiters on. Uh, to, to go into Bucky's because that's the world that we live in. And I saw something that just, it blew my mind how dumb it was. <laughs> there was a person in Bucky's, this large gas station mall, wearing a mask that printed on the mask said, stay home, save lives. L- okay, if you're at home, one, you usually don't need a mask. Like, I don't wear my mask at home. That's not usually a thing people do. We have our masks for when we go out in public to yeah. keep everyone else safe. Yeah. But if your mask out in public says stay at home while you're out in public. That doesn't make any sense. Something's not clicking inside your head. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say anything to them? No, I didn't say anything to them. I just made fun of them behind their back with all of the students from the football team. Nice. That's good. At least you were a good example. The good Christian thing to do. So I would ask you a question. Is there anywhere you wouldn't go right now? Like, I am going to Florida in November and you don't want to talk about it. But I want to ask, would you go to Disney World? Like, if you were in Orlando? Would you I go? I can't afford it. So that's that's the reason I wouldn't go to Disney Okay. World. If you had a ticket, would you go? I'm talking yes. about health wise. Yes. You would? Yeah. So like I, I think things are getting a lot better. Like I might not I wouldn't go to New York because I don't want to go to New York to be locked in to new, uh, a, a house because they're not letting anybody outside. Same thing for California. Like they let you out in New York. That's not true. No, they don't. So uh the, every <laughs> other day the mayor's like do whatever you want or stay at home or you're going to jail. Uh <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. So, uh, but you would go to Disney and do all the Disney things. Sure, why not? So the the NFL just tested. They gave like fifteen thousand tests to seven thousand people, and like five came back positive. It's like okay, this thing's 
Summer was very helpful. <laughs> I think it's going down. Well, but we're not cool. talking about COVID. We're talking about this dummy that wore a mask that said, go outside or well, stay at home. Well, it goes into that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I Well, mean, I have something else that we're going into because sorry. I prepared for this show. You were like, let's talk about my son's ACT. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You're the so, worst. We've got this guy mm-hmm. who's wearing a, wearing this mask that I didn't tell him about. And like he was with family and friends and no one told him that it was dumb. Like... <laughs> If if I saw you wearing that mask, I would tell you how dumb it is. Yes. And then I got this other thing in the mail. I, like when I got home, I from, you know it was like eleven o'clock at night, but I got my mail from that day. I come in. I come into my office. I open up the mail, and it's from my my health insurance provider. And it's it's the it's one of the strangest worded letters I've ever gotten. Essentially, they said. There is a law from the United States government that says insurance companies, what do they do? They take in your money, and then whenever something bad happens, they give money out, right? They were like, the government got involved because we took so much of your money and didn't give it out that the government is making us pay you money back. Here's $950. (laughs) What? Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. And it was one of the strangest letters because they didn't say like they didn't have to tell us the government got involved. Like unless the government like has a law that says that they have to tell us that the well, government they was involved. Do. I mean, if they're right. going to hand you back money, they probably have to tell you why. But I mean, they, but here's my thing. It's like they could. Uh, my thought is maybe they could have just said, hey, we overcharged you. Here's some money back. Like companies do that. Usually it's like three cents and not nine hundred and fifty dollars. But essentially they're like. You don't have to pay us for the next three to four months because you have such a credit with our company wow. because because we lied to you and took too much money. And here's the thing, Liv. <laughs> Whenever you do something wrong, like the insurance company, or dumb, like the man in Bucky's, like, do you have to be forced to do the right thing? Like, this company... like. I would have never known that my health insurance provider right. took too much money and didn't pay out to other people. Like, and there's no way that I would have known. And there's no way they would have given me their money back without the government stepping in. There's no way, right? Right. So, like, in most cases, do you self-police and say, oh, I messed up, I need to do better? Or do you need to be, like, told by me or God or your husband or, like, somebody else in your life Hey, you did this thing wrong and you need to fix it. Which one are you mostly? Now, you know which one I am. I'm the, I'm, I'm really bad. Like I get told all the time <laughs> by people to lighten up and to give myself a break that I am so hard on myself. So I'm kind of the extreme. Like I would have written a letter and everybody, hey, everybody, I wore this stupid mask at Bucky's and I would have like <laughs> told everyone. I tell everyone everything. And yeah, I own a everything. public service announcement. I Basically, wore a dumb mask to Bucky's. Yeah, totally. I, I police myself actually too much. So you are the other end, which For is sure. why we would make a normal person, but we don't. <laughs> so we just are oil and water. But yeah. So yeah, you're one in the of the spectrum. I'm the other end of the spectrum. I have to learn how to not do that. It's it's crazy. It's crazy to me that like I mean this is anytime I've talked about it before. Anytime I read the old testament, I'm like, man, 
the people of God are stupid and be like, oh, I did that same thing yesterday. (laughs) 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 And like, it's been, it's been so difficult recently because essentially like the whole, there's this thing about like sin is essentially knowing the right thing to do and not doing it or knowing the right, the the wrong thing to do and doing it. Right. And like, there, there's always this, this thing in me. And I, I talked about this, like, it was like two years ago. It was on the first show that Anthony came on, father Anthony came on as a guest. And we were talking about this thing. Essentially, it's like with you and your husband or you and your kids, like, you know, you and I are formed enough that we know the right thing to do. Right. We know what it is. Like, there's there's not usually a doubt what the right thing to do in every situation is. But you and I both pick that thing about 15 percent of the time, (laughs) you know, like it's not the knowing what to do and the right thing. It's doing it. Correct. Right. Yeah. And essentially, like, uh, it's this idea of if you know the right thing to do and you don't do it, the only person you're betraying is yourself. Because, like, I, I, we, we all – now, this is a dangerous question going into the mind of Olivia Harrison. I was going to say, it depends the, on what it is that you did, but yeah. It, in the mind of Taylor, like, it's it could be something simple. Like, okay. hey, my wife's home. I should help her bring the groceries in oh. from outside, right? Mm-hmm. That is the right thing to do in every instance, right? right. But there are, there are some excuses that are really bad. Like, I don't want to. That's a bad excuse. That's yeah. not usually my excuse. It's, I just sat down for my first meal of the day at 2.30 in the afternoon. Like, the timing's bad. So, like, oh, my kids can just help. I'm going to sit here and eat, right? But then for the next hour and a half, I'm like, oh, did I do the right thing? Should I have helped? Like, what? I think I should have helped. And then I feel bad about myself. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's this weird loop that, like, and and what happens for me is I continue to build that up. It's like, oh, I didn't do the right thing, so why do it this time? You know, and, and it begins, it gets harder and harder and harder to do the right thing. Now, let's go inside of your mind. When you have this idea of, hey, Liv, you should do this thing, and you don't do it. What does that look like inside of your strange brain? <laughs> Usually, I feel so guilty. I go and I do it. Like, you know, like the guilt. I mean, I have, like, deep guilt. And I'm just like you. Like, it just circulates in my brain forever. And then I just hate myself. But we already know this. I have no self-worth, no self-esteem, and no self-love. I'm trying to learn how to love myself and I don't know how I don't know how to start. So that doesn't help me Taylor, like to sit there and know all the bad things I did. It just kind of like feeds that monster of like, yes, you are the worst. So that's what I do. I either end up doing it or I just hate myself. This is a real big upper. You're right. I'm glad we're not doing anything heavy this time. Yeah, for real. Golly. So what do you uh, want me to say? You knew the answer. You no, knew it was no, going to be good. like. It's good. We, 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 can, we can do that. And then I'll, sh- I'll share a funny story we'll later make it funny. in the segment. <laughs> so uh, bring, it in, bring it in the scriptures, right? So uh, Paul says, yes. he, uh, this is one of my favorite things. He says, uh, what I do, I do not understand. And boy, if that's not a life verse for you and I. No <laughs> What I do, I do not understand. Like you do something, you're we like, why did I do that? Matching <laughs> tattoos with that. <laughs> On our foreheads, backwards, so we can read it in the mirror. <laughs> for for I do not do what I want, but I do what I hate. And then so this is all this is all in Romans chapter seven. I'm skipping some verses uh because <laughs> the other ones don't pertain to the point I'm trying to make. Great. Uh, so uh, for I do not do the good that I want, but I do the evil that I do not want. And then we get to another, we can get another matching tattoo. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I 
I knew that, like, I had heard enough what I do, I do not understand. And I know I've read Romans at least twice. I did not see this verse until today. Until now? <laughs> Miserable one that I am. That yeah. is the verse. <laughs> it says like, that? He's going, he's going on on like, oh, all this stuff that Great. I do, I don't want to do. I'm doing the things that I don't want to do. I'm not doing the things that I want to do. Miserable one that I am. Yep. Who will deliver me from this mortal body? <laughs> Thanks, and then then we get to the hope part. Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Therefore, I myself, with my mind, serve the law of God, but with my flesh, the law of sin. End of chapter. Moving on. And I was like, Dang. wait, that's the resolution? <laughs> How is that the re resolution? That's terrible. Right? He's like, I'm miserable, but at least I'm miserable for Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> And so here's the thing that I, I was sitting with this as I was uh, very late last night planning things to say because you didn't help at all with the things that it's you It's your to show, about. Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was thinking about it and I was like, okay, there have been multiple times this last week. Hey, Taylor, you should pray. And I'm like, but Xbox is fun. Or, hey, Taylor, you should hang out with your wife more. Uh, but the game's on. <laughs> hey, Taylor. You should love your children and, and spend some extra time with them. And you're like, but but Father Anthony wants to hang out too. And like, I know the right thing to do. Yeah. And sometimes the right thing to do is like, hey, it's been a long, stressful week. I need to go play video games. Like that's, sometimes it's the right choice. But there are often times that it's not, right? And so essentially like both of us, this whole segment we've been talking about how we have this internal fight within us. We know the right thing to do. We're just not very good at it. Yeah. And what is the resolution? What is the hope? It's that, hey, like Paul says this. He's like, uh, thanks be to God that there is Jesus. That's first of all. <laughs> and then he's saying essentially like, I serve God. And this is Paul or the writer of Romans. If you're one of those weird biblical scholars that says, no, it's not. Okay, fine. Whatever. The God through the power of whoever wrote this is saying through this person. You happy now? Uh, that, that, that was for five people who were yelling, Whoa, Paul, Paul, Romans is not written by Paul. Stop it. Stop it. It's not the point of the segment. Okay. Uh, now that I got that off my chest. I mean, really? You feel part. better? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Those five people. <laughs> I feel great. I feel so powerful. Uh, so essentially, like this this person who gave like who is serving God to the point that their words are being put in the holy scriptures, yeah, is saying all at the same time, I serve God, and I serve sin, and there's still hope in that, and it's like that that's the human experience, and that's that's the relationship that we all have with God. We all know the right thing to do, we don't do it all the time, and yet God's still like. Yeah, but you're still mine. And this person is like serving the will of God quite literally, like writing God's words, right? And and this person even struggles. And like that just, this negative, all these negative words gave me so much hope. And I'm not sure what that says about me, but it does. <laughs> no, I think you're getting the whole point. And that's so funny that you say that because um, 
the one thing that I just started doing is praying for heroic hope. Because, you know, faith, hope, and love, we hear about faith, hope, and love, and they're like cardinal virtues, blah de blah But we say them so much, and now that they're like, you know, you walk in a Hobby Lobby, and every mug says faith, or every canvas says hope, and every whatever, like, those words don't mean anything, and they're actually like a really big deal. And with cardinal virtues, you can only receive them if God gives them to you. There is nothing you can do to earn them. There's nothing you can do to, like, at all. You have to literally ask him for an increase in those things. And so my spiritual advisor told me, Liv, you have no hope. You're completely hopeless. Like he just told me that like weeks ago. (laughs) Thanks, bud. I know. I was like, fantastic. That dark turtle, like tunnel I'm in just got more dark. The dark turtle that you're in. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. I am basically a turtle right now. I'm inside my shell. And, And so he said, you need to pray for hope, but you need to pray for heroic hope. And I have to say, Taylor, it literally has changed my life. And I keep telling everybody about it. And so I'm so glad that you're saying this because you're right. This human experience is your feet in both of those places, in the flesh and in this desire to be good or to know what's good. And so I feel like you're you're like totally hitting on something. Before I open my eyes, before my feet touch, before I pee, before I grab my phone, anything in the morning, the first thing that I say now is dear God, please grant me, please bless me with heroic hope. And then I say a little bit more and then I get up and check my Facebook and Instagram. But anyway, so I think you're totally nailing it. I mean, I think that you're absolutely right. And I'm glad you felt hope because I don't. <laughs> I have to beg God every day. I was about to ask you if it's working and you just it gave is. me the answer as a solid no. No, it is. It is. <laughs> if you listen to my podcast, you would know that it is working because <laughs> I was in a really dark space that we don't want to talk about. So, we, but. It's not that I don't want to talk about it because about I don't it care so about much. you. We've talked about it every time you come on because you're like, Sorry. what are you to the table, Liv? Yep, I oh, still I'm have sad. cancer, everybody. <laughs> Sorry, I still have a brain tumor. Taylor's like, haven't don't you had that long cancer or a brain tumor. It's a metaphor. Yeah. Yeah, depression isn't just a couple of weeks. So a bad, yes, it's a bad metaphor. It's Stop bringing it up. Dark. I said we're not talking about it. Stop it. You're making me look bad. I'm okay. saying it's getting better because of this. That's what I'm saying. I know. Saying. And you said that a month ago and a month before that. It's I I, I get it. We're we over it. it. Got it. Okay. Back to let's you. Get, Sorry. Let, back to me. Back to me. Uh, uh, no, now we're going to talk about your son's ACT. Okay. Oh, my God. No, we're uh, not. <laughs> no, we're not. So here we go. We're wrapping up the segment. All right. Because I, I got to save it once again because you're like, hey, Liv, let's not be depressing today. And you're like, oh, let's bring up the depression and make Taylor look bad. Awesome. So uh, here, here's the thing. Bringing it all for all full circle. Uh, the day. No, two days before our football game, I I've been, I've been running the scout team offense. So essentially, like when, when we are having a defensive day, like our starting defense is playing defense and we have like five, five other players running like what the like the team that we're about to play against. It's a way to prepare for what they're going to do. So we run their plays and I play the quarterback for for the other team. And I said, so I was playing and like when I'm playing like I know that I'm old enough to not like run full speed. Like I'm not wearing I'm not wearing the pads. Like I'm not hitting, I'm not running full speed. Like I'm like they're not going to hit me. Like it's not this full speed thing. And, but growing up, I was always a receiver and that like, so the person going to catch the ball, right? I was never the quarterback. I'm not very good at quarterback. It's really silly. Like I look really bad and it's funny because I used to be really athletic, good at stuff, but never at throwing the football. So I look really bad. Um, but like when I was playing quarterback and going, I just kind of jogging, it's fine. 
And then there comes this play that they run that essentially the quarterback throws it to a running back. And then the quarterback runs out for a route, like essentially like running to the end zone and the, the running back's going to throw the quarterback a pass. So I go to do this. And again, Liv, I'm jogging, I'm jogging, I'm jogging. And then he throws the ball. And you know how like the trajectory of the person going to catch the ball and the trajectory of the ball, like you, you can see like, yeah. Oh, the runner has to slow down. Yeah. The runner is good or the runner needs to speed up. Right. So I mentioned earlier that I played receiver growing up. So I have all of these like built-in things. I didn't even think about it, Liv. I was jogging half speed and I saw the ball was a lot further out front than I needed to. So I started running full speed. I didn't make the decision. Just naturally started doing it. The ball was, was really high. So I had to jump to get it. So I was running full speed and I went to jump. And at that moment, I pulled my hamstring. <laughs> Are you okay? So, uh, kind of. You're I'm, old I'm still now, Taylor. I know, I know you're younger than me, but you're old. So I'm, st I'm still limping a little bit. Oh my uh, but gosh. like, here's the thing. Okay. So I like, I have been tight. Like my lower back's been tight. And essentially like that was the reason that I pulled up. Cause I, I was really tight. And like, anytime you have tight muscles, it'll pull on the muscles that aren't tight. Right. Which is why I pulled my hamstring. But here's the thing. Like my lower back was tight. So I pulled the bottom of my hamstring, which also like affected on the same leg, my, like the front top. So I, I pulled the bottom, the bottom backs, like my hamstring. Yeah. And then it, it also affected my, uh, my hip flexor, Okay. which is, I don't know if you know what the hip flexor is, but it's the, the thing that top. allows you just said, yeah, the front top, the thing that allows you to move your leg. So like when you get in the car, right, yeah, Liv, you get in your car, you put your right leg in and you're fine. And then you have to pick up your left leg and bring it into the car. I lost the ability to do that for five days. <laughs> I, here's what I had to do. I had to take my hands, grab the bottom of my leg. And bring it, pick it up, Pick it up off the ground oh, and place it in my car. Wow. Because I physically couldn't bring it up. Bring it, up. <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. So here I, I, I it was just dumb. Because like literally in my mind, like my conscious mind, I was like, Taylor, you're old. Don't run fast. You're going to pull your hamstring. You know you pull your hamstring anytime you try to run fast, especially if you don't warm up, which I didn't. But my natural instinct started to kick in. I was like, I have to go get that ball because a receiver, <laughs> you see the ball, you have to go catch it. And I did all those instinct things and it doesn't, didn't work. And Wait, if, did if, you if, catch if the ball? I forgot. Absolutely not. I couldn't get off the ground. <laughs> so the moral of the story is it was completely worth it. <laughs> No, not at all. Not at all. A miserable one that I am. So if you don't see the connection already to what we've talked about. It was a joke, what Taylor. I do, it's being funny. It's a funny what podcast. What I, I do, not, I do not understand. Uh, <laughs> miserable one that I am. Who will deliver me from this mortal body? <laughs> but I'm going to finish it up with this. This is Paul talking. Uh, oh, no. Sorry. This is Jesus talking in the Gospel of John to Peter. He says, amen, amen, I say to you, when you were younger, you used to dress yourself and go where you wanted. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. So I felt this way. It's like no one's talking about dressing. I wasn't getting dressed, but I wanted to go catch that ball. And I didn't, I didn't catch it. And there were younger people all around me and they caught it. And like, you know, it's like, as I'm getting old, but here's what's crazy, Liv. This is in the last chapter of John. The last chapter of the last gospel. And he's talking to Peter, who he like founded the church upon. And he's saying, essentially signifying the way that he's going to die. And like, I remember this story. And that's usually where the story ends in my head. He said this signifying the way 
that Peter was going to die. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Because that's usually where it ends. But here's what it said. Uh, he said this, signifying the kind of death that he would glorify God. And when he had said to, said this, he said to Peter, again, there's 10, chap- 10, or 10 verses left. He said to Peter at that moment, follow me. And I was like, man, man, like Jesus said, follow him to Peter at the beginning of the gospel. And then he says it again at the end, after Peter has literally followed him for three years, Jesus just said, hey, following me is going to be hard, but guess what? Follow me. And like that, it just wrapped everything up and tied a little bow on it for me. It's like, all the things that I, I know the right thing to do and I don't do it and I'm feeling bad about it and I'm not doing the right thing. And G- Jesus is saying to us today, I, I know, <laughs> I made you. <laughs> like, I, I see everything. I know you're trying. I know that you're failing. But following me is hard. Still try to do it and get up and follow me. That's my encouragement today. And that's hopeful and not depressing. That's our segment. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. <laughs> Give me your money. <laughs> That's how we're starting the, the commercial. So thank you. Thank you, Olivia. Uh, would you like to expound on that at all in that accent, please? Just open up your wallet and take out lots of cash or write something to Taylor and give him because he's got poor little children and they're starving because no one can go out and work anymore because there's this horrible virus. So pay for him to pay for his beautiful wife and, their, and his children so they can eat. So give I love him how you money. say pay for my beautiful wife like that's what i did originally which <laughs> we a lot all of know why sam question. is staying <laughs> exactly. it's because of the cash for sure absolutely <laughs> totally uh, that's got to be the only reason why that and my rock hard abs so <laughs> wasn't sure yeah okay so yes your, exactly. your british friend said to give cash which sure but if you want to go to what Forte, did i said right at, fortecatholic.com yeah, okay, slash donate we are a full non-profit organization right now so this is a tax deductible donation that will help me continue to pay for my wife Apparently, I don't think that's legal. <laughs> I don't think any of that's legal. But if you want to no, support the work of Forte Catholic, support um, what we're trying to do to, to bring joy, the joy of the gospel to people and uh, to live out and to share uh, the new evangelization, we would appreciate it. We live by your donations. ForteCatholic.com slash donate. Feed the children. Thanks. <laughs> Catholic. I'm Taylor Schroll. That's Liv Harrison. And uh, boy, have we been poking at each other this episode. And the primary thing is, uh, I we have had where we talked very positive, positively about negative things in your life, and they were very serious episodes, which is fine. But we're not. We didn't make it in the serious uh, category. We made it in the funny category. So, uh, I. But I'm gonna throw you a bone here, Liv. Are you ready for this? No. We've got a five and a half minute segment. God. And we're going to talk about negative things. No, we don't have to do that. I don't want to talk about negative things. Here's the thing. Okay. I've realized something about myself. There are a lot of things that people say that think that they're going to give people hope. And there are a lot of things that even like, here's a, here's an example of just how things are said and how people take them. Mm -hmm. Right. Have you heard that like famous military person that talks about like the like 
when you get up every morning, make your bed. Otherwise, yes. you're a bad person. And you're going to fail at everything. Yes. I can't stand that. I can't stand it at all. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, to me, making your bed is so dumb I because you're just going to get, you're you're gonna gonna get, get back, in, back it. in it. I know. Like, like, oh, if you don't make your bed, it's it's you lack discipline and you're going to fail in life. And I'm like, that's so dumb. Like, that works for certain people. Like, right. people who are very regimented right. and they need type that. Hey, a. That's cool. We're not type A. You're a little bit more than I am. but <laughs> I'm type C. I'm uh, not. I can figure that I'm type Z. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, and like people talk about like the heroic minute. Like you even talked about it. Like before you get up from bed, like before you get out of bed, before you do anything, you pray. And like, I've I've never heard of that. I've never heard of the heroic minute. That's crazy. Well, it's what you're doing. Oh, I didn't even know. Um, (laughs) But here's the thing. Like I've heard that military guy so often. And I've been told that I'm a failure and a bad person. Cause I don't make my bed for far too long. And I think it's dumb and it makes me like want to not do it even more. Yes. Right? We're the same person. <laughs> and then I, I heard this thing where that, that is a person saying thing. Like he's saying like, Oh, this is, this is a positive thing. Like how he's saying it. He's like, this is going to change your life. It's going to do good things for you. I heard another military person this week talking about something around like the first thing you do in the morning, right? This guy, first thing you do in the morning, make your bed. This guy said, the snooze button is an evil little thing. And I go, oh, here we go again. Another military person telling me I'm evil for using the snooze button. But he continues. The snooze button is an evil little thing that makes you relive the worst part of your day over and over. And it finally clicked for me. I'm like, that that actually inspires me to not use the snooze button and to get up and to be a human person and to go do the things because you know what I hate? I hate waking up and being woken up. So why would I do that four times in 15 minutes? That's like that, fair. That's <laughs> he said fair. It, he yeah. said it in a negative way and it finally worked, right? Reverse psychology. <laughs> right, exactly. So apparently it works for me because there's another thing uh, about the church. I saw this tweet yesterday. And it was, it was talking about our church and I, I, I've felt this way before, but not worded this way. Again, it's just how people say things, new ways of saying things, new ways of seeing things. And he says, FYI, there have been bad priests and bishops since 33 AD. The church has still flourished. I think we'll be fine. That is such a negative thing to say. Instead of saying like, you know, like I've heard before, oh, the Holy Spirit's still in control. Because then I'm like, well, it sure doesn't seem like it. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but when you look back over the two th- almost 2,000 year history of the church. Yeah. and We're doing it's pretty like, okay. I mean, yeah. yeah. There, there were bad priests. There were bad bishops. And it's all been fine. And the church has still continued to grow and do great things for the world. That, again, the negative things giving me so much hope. <laughs> great. Is there, are you going to say that I'm a negative thing in your life that gives you so much hope? Are you going to connect it? I wasn't, but I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> and and, and, and here, here's the thing, Liv. Like, you know, I, I wanted to end it this way and, and throw you this bone because you, you are in such a much better place than you have been for the I last know. couple of months. <laughs> uh, I was just tired of using my, my very limited airtime, uh, one hour a week, to, to say, you know, you know, oh, Liv was doing bad and now she's doing better. And it's nice. because of counseling and Jesus. Great. It's like, yep, that's, that's, that's been live. Great. <laughs> I just did it in, the, in 30 seconds, which, uh, one last thing to poke fun at you. Sure. So I, I, I just took everything that you've said yeah. in the last four months and put it into two sentences. Great. You remember that time you came out and announced the actual launch of your podcast about, you know, f- five, six months ago, whenever it was. Yeah. June and you 1st. Did, it was only June you, 1st. 
You didn't know how to talk about it in a minute. You remember this? Yes. It'll be four months well, on October 1st, which is my birthday. It'll be four oh, months Oh, happy old. birthday. Well, not yet. Happy birthday. No, no I'm, this is the only time I'm telling you because I'll probably forget. That's like, true. I forgot Allison Sullivan's. That's our show today. I'm Taylor Schroll. That's Olivia Newton-John. I'll be back next week. Say it. I'm too